did COVID make me allergic <laughs> to alcohol? This is where I put my theme song. If I had one. Allergy symptoms. Symptoms of alcohol allergy are usually more serious. Signs of an alcohol allergy include rashes, trouble breathing, stomach cramps, collapse, anaphylaxis, alcohol intolerance symptoms, a red flushed face, a hot feeling, headaches, heartburn, hives, a rash, a fast heartbeat, or palpitations. Let's see if I've got some palapatapas. No, that's what we're in right now. Oh, shoot. You right. We have been. But according to this, I've not had any palapatapas. A stuffy nose, stomach pain, trouble breathing. If you have asthma, your symptoms get worse. Goodness. You don't have asthma, do you? No. I was say, I didn't think you did. No, that's the one I don't have. I just can't run in general. It's it's not a breathing issue. And hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of It's a Long Walk to the Couch, an all-encompassing disaster. Yeah, that about tracks. Including, but not limited to, nausea. Who are we making nauseous? Uh, you make me nauseous all the time, but it's something I've just gotten used to, and that's why I have the Costco-sized Tums in my cabinet. Fair point. I am your co-host, Reagan, and my other co-host here do be spinning something pretty fancy over there. Eric, tell them about it. What you got there? Y'all, I bought a trident. Okay, and y'all are picturing just like, oh, a fun, like, one of those, like, glow-in-the-dark toys. No, no. Eric, where did you buy it from? <laughs> the Ukraine. <laughs> we will put a picture on the Instagram, but this thing is magical. Like, picture that shot of Connor for real holding a trident. It's like that. It's solid iron. It weighs a good amount. It's shiny. It's great. My phone decided the other day, because I don't know if you noticed, but when you FaceTimed me to show it off to me, I took a bunch of photos of it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, because I sent them to you. Duh. Yeah. A couple days ago, my phone decided that is the photo to show off on my photos widget. Yes. This is you holding a trident. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. But yeah. Why did you get a trident? Because I am irresponsible with adult money. Um, you shut your mouth. That is not correct what is the reason i bought a trident because you love yourself and you knew exactly what you needed at that time no matter what carol judged you for you still got it listen carol's not the one who's judged me the most for this my roommates absolutely hate this well okay you didn't tell them you were getting it no they knew that I ordered myself a present and they mm -hmm. had no idea what it was. And when they found out it was a trident. Yeah, uh, he ordered it through my Etsy. Because I don't have a PayPal. Exactly. And so every couple of days I would get a text that was, any updates? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's in New York. It came in almost a full month early he did that is true this thing has been great i carry it around with me everywhere in my apartment i was like everywhere you do not take that to work no i was told by my manager i was told i can't bring this to work yeah oh were you telling him about it yeah my, my, one of my managers was like yeah don't bring that to work unless you're off the clock and you're just stopping by to say hi that is fair because that would be even though oh, it yeah. is a blunt object that would still be bringing a weapon to the workplace. It's not blunt. No, that's what it said in the description is that it would be blunt Reagan. so you could give it to children. Reagan, Reagan, I'm telling you right now, 
It is not blunt. Cool. So how many stab marks do you have on your person? None yet. How many do your roommates have? None yet either. I am assuming that this is going to injure somebody at some point, and it will probably be myself. Oh, 100%. I'm just going to drop this thing on my foot. Well, okay. It's like every once in a while I'll get a text, Reagan, and I'll be like, Eric. And then you're just like, I might have just dropped my knife on my foot. Oh, this is true. I haven't done that in a while, though. That is true. Probably in anticipation for the trident. Oh, yeah. I was prepping myself. <laughs> Honestly, this is one of the best purchases I've ever made. I still need to leave a really great review on that. Yeah, Netflix let me know what you want to say, and then I will type it out. Thank you. Because, okay, let's be real. Are you going... I mean, I know the answer to this. But let's just pretend for a moment that you're in the market for a long brown-haired wig. Are you going more Percy Jackson with this or Aquaman? Ooh. Um. Your Jason Momoa impression is not impressive. Who's to say he's not doing an impression of me? His impression of you is not that great, though. Fair enough. He, he needs to get better he at that. He does need some work. Hey, Jason, if you're listening. And we know you are. Mr. Momoa, if you will. Please work on your Eric impression. You'll get there eventually, Jason. I believe in you. I would definitely say this would be more of like a demigod vibe instead of the King of Atlantis vibe. So we just got to get you a bright orange Camp Half-Blood shirt and you're good to go? My birthday is coming up soon. Coming soon to a theater near you, Eric's birthday. Please don't joke about that because theaters in LA are still not I do opening. apologize. Coming soon to any streaming platform near you, Eric's Godzilla birthday. Godzilla versus kong comes out at the end of this month is that this month yeah march 31st shoot i need to watch kong wait i thought you had to watch godzilla godzilla which one did we watch we watched kong when your sister came out to visit you're right yeah we watched kong skull island because you two are the only people i've ever heard speak positively of that movie uh love it but yeah you need to watch godzilla and godzilla king of the monsters Uh, there's two yeah there's godzilla that came out in 2014 and then godzilla king of the monsters came out last year two years ago ago, because it feels like just last year because 2020 doesn't count honestly it's one of my favorite movies of all time because it's perfect. Godzilla. King of the Monsters. King of the Monsters? Really? Mm-hmm. Even oh, with Millie absolute, Bobby Brown in it? It's an awful movie, but it's okay. so fun. Gotcha. I just watched it again the other night. In preparation? No, just for fun. Okay, that's fair. I'll give you that. Listen, if you're going to have a movie with just giant monsters beating the ever-living crap out of each other, I'm gonna watch it. And I don't care if it's that is good true. or bad. You've so, been consistent in that opinion, yeah. Yeah, so Godzilla versus Kong could be the worst movie of all time, and I'm still going to enjoy watching them beat the snot out of each other. Fair enough. Yeah. I want to see it just so that I can understand you as a person. You're never going to be able to do that. I know, but <laughs> it's worth a shot. This is true. But yeah, you would have to, you need to watch Godzilla's, both of the first. Both of them? The I can't, I can't just do King of Monsters? <sighs> um, it's been a while since I've seen the 2014 Godzilla. Okay. I think you'd be fine just watching King of the Monsters, but I think you would get more out of it by watching the first Godzilla. Gotcha. Do I need to watch all of the Kong movies? No. Kong Skull Island is the only one that's canon in this universe. God. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But hey, Reagan. Hey, what's up? What are we talking about this week? I was gonna try to make a transition. This is why I said Aquaman. What does Aquaman have to do with our topic this week? Aquaman is a superhero. 
superheroes have movies and sometimes TV shows. Speaking of superhero TV show, WandaVision, WandaVision. Disney, please don't sue us. WandaVision. Have we talked about this topic before? Yes. Again, I ask, please don't sue us. Hey, Disney, baby, how you doing? Please don't sue me. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. For those tuning into this podcast, if you've made it this far, how's it going? Hello, friends. We are recording this the day after the finale came out. Mm -hmm. The season one finale of WandaVision. You know, I didn't even think about that they could have another season. Well, to be fair, the final episode is called the series finale. Yeah, because they're doing a lot of one-off series. But Kevin Feige did say that he wasn't sure if these were just going to be like one season things recently. Well, it's kind of how they felt back when they were making the Netflix series as well. Well, I don't think Kevin Feige had too much to do with the Netflix series. He didn't, which is why they're not canon to the MCU, which is really annoying because Kristen Ritter and Jessica Jones absolutely slays. Oh, absolutely, yes. But I still think that Charlie Cox is the best casting. No. That's for Daredevil, right? Yes, he plays Daredevil. Kristen Ritter is pretty amazing as Jessica Jones. Yeah. No, to be fair... That might just be me simping for Kristen Ritter because I love her in general. That's completely allowed. But yeah, no, her and Jessica Jones, so good. Plus, I mean, David Tennant, also pretty great. Of Harry Potter fame. Exactly. Bertie Crouch Jr. and nothing else. Definitely not anything having to do with time travel. Never heard of it. Who... Comma doctor. You go too far. I do want to talk about White Vision and how much he looked like a White Walker. Anytime White Vision was on screen up until the like, here is a paradox. And then he sat there going, oh, because, ah, you know, computers can't do paradoxes. I did like that. They used like Theseus's ship. I thought that was really I cool. really liked that. But like looking at him with his eyes, since they were all super circuity, I was just like, they look mm. like the White Walkers. You know what? Paul Bettany is a ridiculous man. Paul Bettany is the longest standing Marvel person. He is the only Marvel yeah. actor to work right. in the 2000s, the 2010s, and the 2020s so far. Because yeah, he was Tony Stark the... would be the only other one. Well, I was going to say, Paul Bettany, he's been in the most content at this point yeah because he was jarvis for a long time he was jarvis in every single movie that iron man was in and then and then he was vision vision and now he was in the show as well so he has outlasted robert downey jr then i hope he's getting paid like robert downey jr and i know he's not and it just no one is getting paid like robert downey jr i mean as long as he's getting paid better than robert downey jr did for the first iron man we're doing good but no you're right he did look like a white walker up until he got like the The green eyes in his eyes were they green they were green they turned into his regular vision eyes are his regular vision eyes green i think so don't quote me on that I just found out last week Scarlet Witch is a redhead. You're kidding. I know that you're colorblind, but that fact shocks me. Reagan, King and I, my roommate, we were watching last week's episode, which was the big flashback episode, where we find out that Wanda might have actually had this magic as a child, and that the experiments that Hydra did on her and Pietro just awoken more of her magic. Awoken? Um awakened shut up (laughs) awoken is a word awoken 
We're Googling it. Alexa. Is awoken a word? Yes. Overwhelmingly is a word that means incapable. Overwhelmingly is not what I asked. What? You know what? Awoken might not be a word. Awoken isn't a word. It's awakened. You know what? That too. When we were watching last week's episode, King noted to me, he said, yeah, it's interesting that the child they got to play her had brown hair and she had red. And I was like, wait a minute. What? I was like, what? Wanda's a redhead? No idea. However many movies she's been in, however many episodes we've had of this show, I had no idea she was a redhead. Also, can we just talk about how good the Scarlet Witch outfit is in the finale? She looks so good. She just gets this new iteration of her costume, and we just both look at each other and we go, that is an amazing outfit. Right? No, they did such a great job to honor the original costume, Mm -hmm. but also modernize the whole thing. Yes. Like, I loved how in the Halloween episode, Mm -hmm. herself, Pietro, and Vision all had their actual costumes from the comics. Also- Who's Pietro? Can we talk about Pietro? Can we talk about that retcon? So, I don't think it's a retcon. Okay. Because it's revealed in the final episode that Evan Peters- So, big thing, guys is that in the MCU, Aaron Taylor Johnson played Quicksilver and in the Fox X-Men movies, Evan Peters played Quicksilver as well. In WandaVision, weird reality warping and such, Evan Peters shows up as Quicksilver and it's all revealed that Agatha is the one who made this happen. As they say, it was Agatha all along. But it's really revealed that he is just a random person named Ralph. Yeah, an actor. Who is her husband. Yeah. I didn't realize that until like, I was reading stuff after the episode where it's like, oh, her husband, Ralph. And I was like, oh my God. Right. There we go. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that they brought that version of Quicksilver in. Oh yeah. Especially since he does still have the powers. So explain that one, Marvel. How does he still have those powers? Is it because of the reality bending? Is that a whole Agatha thing? Like how does he run fast? I was just very happy that he was actually there. But yeah, I loved how in the Halloween episode, she was in the classic Scarlet Witch outfit. Vision was the Vision outfit. Mm-hmm. And Quicksilver had the actual comic Quicksilver outfit. I thought that was so cool. Yes. Can we also talk about how... We can talk about whatever we want. Okay, cool. It's our podcast. You're not wrong. But I would like to talk about how Elizabeth Olsen deserves all of the awards for her acting, particularly in the flashback episode. Oh, that was great. But even in general, the range on that girl. When I finished watching the finale, Mm -hmm. I texted Emily. Yes. And we were talking. The line that almost made me go to tears is the line between her and Vision. Mm-hmm. I said, I texted Emily, I said, what a good line. We've said goodbye before. What's to say we won't say hello again? I almost started sobbing. I was sobbing. I spent a good portion of that final episode super emotional. Oh my god, if- Can we talk about how awfully sad it is that her children disappear? We can talk about whatever we want. This is our podcast. This is true. I was actually pretty shocked Mm -hmm. that the kids disappeared. Yeah, I was thinking that they would be able to survive the reality shift. However, Vision wasn't able to initially, so... But there is a Vision loose in the world now. There is. 
Yes. White Vision disappeared. That is true. Who's also, to say that she can't convert White Vision into loving her also? Yes. And then creating those kids because I loved them so much. Speed justice, and Wiccan. Justice for Billy. Speed and Wiccan. My friend, That's their comic book names. Yes, I know. My friend mm-hmm. John is obsessed with them. He's always hey, loved them. Hi, John. Shout out, John. But he's always been obsessed with them. And so, like, when WandaVision was starting to come out, he and I were talking about it. He's like, I'm going to get my Wiccan plot, and I'm so excited. And I didn't fully understand it until Mm -hmm. I fell madly in love with that small child. I was so... He's so cute. Oh, they were great. But I was so worried about him the whole time. I really thought that those two were going to be able to escape the hex. Like, I thought Mm -hmm. they were going to join, like, whatever form of young event the mcu might do yeah they were really Uh, setting up for a new set of avengers or mutants yeah and i'm very very upset that those two disappeared but in the end credit scene of the final episode we do have wanda reading is it the book of the damned is that what they called it yeah okay she's reading the book of the damned in her astral form Mm -hmm. and she hears the boys calling for help so also i have to think that those two are coming back Oh, yeah, no, she's not going to let them be gone for long. Also, that book. Was it ever officially confirmed that it's the missing book from the library in Doctor Strange? I don't think it was ever officially confirmed. But Mm -hmm. the release schedule for this show before COVID... I wanted to talk about this, so perfect. Doctor Strange was supposed to come out immediately after this. Mm-hmm. So I would not be surprised if this was the missing book from Doctor Strange and th- if this led right into it. Because Kevin Feige has said many times that WandaVision is directly influencing the events in Doctor Strange 2. I would not be surprised at all if Wanda Maximoff shows up in Doctor Strange 2. Well, and then also the TV shows have been actively lined up for Phase 4. So they That's are true. obviously all being included in some way. Unlike Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. back in its day, it put itself so far apart from what was happening in the movies. It was as if they were two different things. The only consistent was Agent Phil. That's true, yes. I'm interested to see how Phase 4 is affected now that things are out of order because we're now getting falcon and winter soldier before we get black widow before we get doctor strange and don't we get loki before we get doctor strange too yeah doctor strange isn't coming out till next year i need to see the updated schedule yeah so the mcu movies coming out this year are black widow shang chi and the legend of the ten rings oh and eternals uh, the eternals and spider-man 3 i forget okay what is the name of the third spider-man movie no way home thank you because all all i can think of are all of their fake ones no 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 (laughs) i believe the official title is spider-man uh no way home according to this wikipedia article that is correct (laughs) yes but yeah those are the four movies coming out this year but then yeah you're right we have falcon and winter soldier comes out in like two weeks from now then we have loki loki comes comes out out. june 11th which is before shang chi but after black widow and then i believe the what if series is coming out this year what if comes out mid 2021 but it looks like that's gonna come out after eternals no after shang chi when's eternals coming out? november 5th 
And then Spider-Man's coming out in December? Spider-Man No Way Home is December 17th, yeah. And then Hawkeye's coming out at the end of the year, too. Yeah, Hawkeye is unofficially scheduled for December. According to this, it's currently late 2021. But it's still 2021, which means it's still before Doctor Strange. Well, it's also interesting to think about for WandaVision, a lot of this happens over a very short period of time. Oh, yeah. I think the whole thing happens in less than two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so yeah i think that's correct yeah well not including flashbacks obviously but yeah i think it takes place over about the course of two weeks or so well yeah because every single one of those sitcom episodes only took a course over like a couple of days Oh yeah, I guess it would be a couple of days. I was about to be like, wouldn't it just be one? But no, a lot of them did take place over a couple of days there. When my favorite character Darcy is talking about it, she's like, I've been watching this show for a week and it's moved forward X amount of time or whatever she says. Can we talk about how I used to hate Darcy? You know what? You are not the only one to have that opinion because Miley felt the same way. I've always loved her because I love Kat Dennings. I was never a fan of Darcy in the two Thor movies that she was in. She was under underutilized and poorly written yes i thought she was very poorly written i thought she was just the obnoxious best friend and at comic-con a few years ago when they announced that darcy was going to be a part of wandavision i was very nervous because i was like oh i really want wandavision to be good but i hate the character of darcy i thought she was used fantastically she was so good especially in in that scene where she's in the truck with vision waiting to get through that stoplight giving the explanation of everything too exactly it's like catching vision up on exactly what he wanted to know like which is insane because it's weird to think vision knows less about himself right then than the audience does i know i hated knowing more than vision the man is a computer yes so one of my questions i want to ask you reagan yeah what was your least favorite episode least favorite episode because you know for me i hated the first three episodes you really did hate the first episodes i wouldn't say i hated them they weren't gripping you until they brought in the non-tv show aspect of the whole thing yes i was just very disappointed because the first three episodes like i've said before on multiple occasions they didn't give us any answers Mm -hmm. and it just kind of seemed like they were using the tv show part as a gimmick but once episode four hit this show took off amazingly for me i would agree with that i'm looking at the list of episodes now to really have an opinion on what my favorite episode is and i think there are two different types of favorite episodes okay and one of them is Favorite episode that I enjoyed because it's fun. Mm-hmm. And favorite episode because it hit me like bricks. Was the one that hit you like bricks episode uh, eight? Yes, it was. And yeah. Like as an actor, that episode. As a woman, that episode. Yeah. Just in general, that episode hurt That me. was crazy crazy so much but i think going off of episodes that i found super entertaining i would pick episode three which is the one where she's pregnant and gives birth and geraldine is there and that's when we first realize that something is wrong right plus that's the episode that uh pho shows up in but are you gonna answer my question which is your least favorite episode i thought you asked what my favorite episode was i'm so sorry i I think i said least favorite i don't know what okay well if you if you 
did say least favorite. I have bad memory. It, it's true, but I also am very short-term right now. If I were to pick a least favorite episode, I think the correct answer for myself would be... I was really trying to buy time there. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I think episode two. Yep. Because, like, the magic trick thing was fun and all, but, like, they spent way too much time on that. Yep, I agree. Whereas, like, I like episode one because it has the, like, classic wacky hijinks of the, like, trying to hide themselves as who they are. Yeah. But, like, episode two just kind of... <clears throat> No, I agree. I think two is my least favorite episode, but I actually think six is my favorite episode. The spectacular um, one, yeah, because I really like how Vision at that point is is thinking something is wrong. Wanda's not telling me some information. I need to figure this out for myself. Oh yeah, well, and like in looking back on stuff, shout out to TikTok for really deep diving every episode to analyze everything, making it so I didn't have to think about things and I could just consume and enjoy. But yes. Yeah, Thank you, YouTube videos. Yeah. There was somebody that pointed out that in episode six, the commercial is for like that kid stranded on an island. Stealing your magic. Yeah. But then when Vision is walking around trying to figure everything out, there is a kid dressed up as a skeleton, quote unquote, except for it is literally just a skeleton. Really? And it looks like they're wearing like the same generic stuff that that kid in the commercial was wearing. Hmm. I'm going to have to rewatch that. Oh no. Oh darn. But yeah, that's a good episode too. Cause even at that point, we're not questioning Agnes. Well, you might not have been. I wasn't. Cause again, I haven't read. I can't read. What up? I'm Jared. I'm 19 and I never learned how to read, but like, I've not read any of the comics. So yeah, like everybody was like, Hmm, Mephisto, everyone, Ugh, Agatha Harkness, like, Hmm. And I'm like, it's just Catherine Hahn having a good time. Yeah, Catherine Hahn showed up as Agatha. And I was like, interesting. Who Who is this character? Because you know that I cannot just watch something and enjoy it. I have to thoroughly no. deep dive and enjoy everything. And I have read a very, very big number of the X-Men comics as well. And as soon as I heard Agnes, I was like, oh. Agatha Harkness? Who is this? You have a rabbit named Senior Scratchy? Yep, you're yeah. a witch. Yep. So I was, I had been waiting and waiting and waiting for that, for that reveal. reveal the entire time. And it was still so satisfactory. What do you think about the fact that she's, her husband is that Ralph guy and not Mephisto? Um, I'm completely fine with that. Okay. I think it would have been very hard to have introduced Mephisto right off the bat like that. That's fair. Because there had been no hints of Mephisto at all in any MCU property, not even just WandaVision. And with the reveal of Agatha only in episode six or seven, right? Yeah, it was the end of episode seven when she got her theme song. Yeah. At that point, you have two episodes left to reveal an ultimate big bad. I feel like that would have just been way too much. Okay. Now going back to Agatha as a person, Mm -hmm. or I guess a witch, 
What are witches people? Witches are people. Witches are people too. Okay. This podcast has taken the stance. Witches are people. Witches are people, people. People, people, or just people? No, I'm saying witches are people, and then I'm addressing. Oh. So witches are people, comma, people. Gotcha. I'm there now. Mm Mm-hmm. But okay. What did you think of Agatha being revealed in episode seven, and then the episode eight being like, hmm? Look at all your past stuff. And then just kind of being underwhelming in the last episode. I wouldn't say it was underwhelming. Wait, you thought the finale was underwhelming? I think there were parts of the finale that I really enjoyed, like the last Mm -hmm. half of it. But the Agatha bits just kind of felt... Well, I definitely knew she was going to be defeated, but like... Yeah. "Mm." We have definitely not seen the last of her. Oh, no. That's why she's still alive. There... Exactly. There is no way that we have seen the last of her. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if she shows up in Doctor Strange 2 as well. Okay. I kind of wish they revealed it a little bit earlier. So we could have had the Agatha reveal at the end of episode six. Yeah, because you you could have put it at the end of Halloween. All of episode seven, we get the big flashback episode. Mm -hmm. Episode eight, I would have had Wanda and Vision kind of more coming together and her admitting a lot of the things that has happened Mm -hmm. and then maybe focused a little bit more on the people on the outside because I do feel like they got short staffed at the end specifically Monica Mm -hmm. and I would have had episode 8 been pretty similar to this but I do feel like their fight would have been a little bit more meaningful yeah because we've known Agatha as a villain for at least one more episode yeah because I very much feel that a lot of the setup it took too long to do what it needed to do so Mm -hmm. then episode Episode 9 they went oh no we have 17 plot lines that all need to be either tied up or hinted at in some way shape or form now we need to do stuff so now we need to deal with everything involving vision and his yeah. identity crisis and everything with wanda's identity crisis and who she is and becoming the scarlet witch officially in the mcu and not just wanda maximoff right. and everything having to do with agatha and then oh there are kids and well monica's also there for like two seconds can we talk about monica real fast yeah i would love to i really like her character mm-hmm. she was so so underutilized in this show. Yeah. Because in the first couple of episodes where she is a part of Westview. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Then she gets kicked out. Then we start seeing more of her on the outside as well. Mm-hmm. Did she get her powers by going through the barrier? Well, they explained before she went through the barrier the final time that it could kill her to go through the barrier one more time because of the cellular manipulation happening when she went through the wall the first two So times. does that mean that she gets powers immediately? I think it's that the powers are now there and they need to develop. This was was very much an origin story for her this is not the last time we're gonna see her she's gonna get her oh, own oh absolutely not i don't know if she's getting her own movie but that's one of the things that actually bothered me and i was talking about this with king it was that she was being used and i don't think she was used nearly enough i really liked her character but her powers really came out of nowhere and they aren't explained about what they are in the slightest 
Yeah. Like, in the last episode, she gets shot with a full magazine of bullets. Nothing happens. And nothing happens. Like, granted, from the comics, you know that she is Photon, and I believe she has, like, light manipulation. Oh, is that who she is? Yeah, her name is Photon in the comics. Okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. I believe that's at least one of the names she goes by. And I believe she has, like, some kind of light manipulation for her powers. Mm -hmm. But that was never explained in the show. I think that part of the reason it wasn't explained in the show is because she doesn't even know what's happening to her. But still, it just felt very rushed for her at the end. And I wanted so much more of her. Like, I I don't think it would really make sense for her to show up in falcon and winter soldier oh yeah no but i haven't heard of that actress being announced in any other mcu project in the future oh no imdb what's that yeah so i'm kind of just wondering when are we gonna see that character again because Mm -hmm. like you said there's a final post credit scene for her character where she's talking with a scroll and they're just like oh he needs to speak with you and i'm assuming that's nick fury yeah and she points up at the sky because nick fury is in outer space after um far from home and i'm just like oh is she gonna be in far from home or um the next spider-man movie the next movie she's confirmed in is captain marvel 2 and when is that coming out 2022 okay so that's only a year away well and they're also saying that she's gonna be more the captain marvel we actually deserved yeah that's because true. no tea no shade i how do i politely say that i hate brie larson in that role i don't hate her in that role i just think that was that a phase three movie right yes because i didn't see it until recent because i didn't care because i hate brie larson in that role in general i'm not a big fan of her so i do come in with that shade have you seen room i have seen room that is my caveat that's the asterisk next to the i don't like have you seen 21 jump street another asterisk up of as of recent those two and community because i also enjoyed her in community oh right i forgot she was in community yeah she did wait a minute I didn't get there. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the roles of her that I can name that I enjoy. Yeah. But the way that she handled becoming Captain Marvel and then I am a woman. We're like, we get it, babe. Like, I just think that the Captain Marvel movie just felt very, very much like a phase one Marvel movie. It did. Whereas we've had origin stories outside of phase one. We had Ant-Man. Black Panther. We had Black Panther. We had Doctor strange and none of those felt like a phase one movie to me okay i'll give you that what do you mean what's going what do you what are you thinking of i'm not a big fan of dr strange whoa really i love dr strange i dr strange is easily top five for me really yes wow yeah don't worry guys we're gonna do a full mcu episode at some point soon so stay tuned yeah i'm like we can get into yeah dr strange is easily top five for me okay cool so this has been eric's last episode Uh (laughs) (laughs) i watch that movie probably once every month or so that's too many times I loved that movie. I saw that IMAX 3D twice within like the first 72 hours of it being released. Who is the, not to name tropes, but the unimportant side piece woman in that movie? Rachel McAdams. Thank you. Excuse you. She is the best character in that movie. I love Rachel McAdams. I was going to say, I just have a huge crush on Rachel McAdams. It's like, I've seen Game Night many times. Yeah, we have. Yeah. And Mean Girls. Who? I would just like to sit down once and watch Mean Girls with you. No, I'm never going to watch that movie again. I don't care. What if I forced you? 
No. What if our entire... You live on the third floor, I'll jump off of your balcony. What if our entire friendship moving forward was contingent on you watching Mean Girls just one more time? Well, it's a good thing Miley and I have a new podcast coming out, isn't it? You know what? I will take my battles where I can. We don't have to watch Mean Girls together. Because we're never going to. But you know what we are going to watch together? Miss Congeniality. Oh, that has nothing to do with this. That's going to happen because you enjoy good cinema. What are we going to watch together, Reagan? Who am I as a person? Just guess. Oh, Loki. No. Oh, what? I'm so confused at this point. Twilight. Mm. One time. I won't even make you watch the whole series. I just want to watch the first one with oh, you. Oh, okay. That's fine. I'll do that. I'm like, I don't even watch the last two. Like, yeah. Anyway, back to the MCU. Back to the MCU. I do also want to talk about the Jimmy Wooniverse. <gasps> the MC Woo. Yes. Jimmy. Randall Park. Jim Halpert, if you will. It was great. I really loved seeing the growth of his character and everyone just going, I mean, did you see him though? And I'm like, I don't know when everybody developed a crush on Randall Park, but everyone has been sleeping on him for so long and I'm so proud of everybody yeah. getting here now. No, he was great. Honestly, he, Darcy, and Monica were my favorite parts of the show for the most part. Also, Haywood, the most two-dimensional villain in the MCU in a long time. Oh, okay. Here's my thing. I was giving him so much slack in the fact of, okay, if everybody who has listened to this podcast remembers the last time we talked about WandaVision, there's a point where we say, we're going to cut out our potential spoilers because we don't know if it's real. And if this got spoiled for us, we're going to be mad and we don't want you to feel that same pain. Now that the series is over, we can talk about the spoiler, but there was rumor that James Spader was coming back as Ultron in this show. And the Mm -hmm. biggest theory was that he was going to be Hayward because technically Ultron has the ability to share shift into people and so i was giving him the he's laying low because he's going to be ultron yeah and then he very much wasn't and i was so mad i also thought they kind of just took him out in a weird underwhelming way right like darcy just ran her car into his car right like the, it, another part of the finale where you're just kind of like okay we had to tie up a lot of loose ends although one thing i did really like in the finale well actually i do have a very confused conflicted feeling about how the finale actually fully ends where wanda she releases the full hex and everyone that was under her control is like set free yeah and she goes over to monica Mm -hmm. i was fully expecting her to try and turn herself in and i really wanted that to happen and for monica to be like no you need to go and figure all of this out yeah like i guess it makes sense that for her as a character and for her as her herself she was just gonna leave and go to figure it out Mm -hmm. but i guess that's just me being like i wish monica had more to do yeah in general we just as monica stands we wanted to see more well how did you react when i know a lot of people at the beginning everyone was like oh did wanda do this is somebody else doing it maybe agatha's doing it how did you feel when it was revealed that wanda is the one who fully created the hex and she was the one fully controlling all of these people except for pietro except for pietro 
Pietro. I, and okay, I would also say that she wasn't controlling Agatha either. Oh, yeah. Or Agnes or whatever the hell she was going by. Yeah, Agatha was 100% under her own control. Which I would say, going to that point before I answer your initial question, Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that Wanda was so quick to trust Agnes when you would think she would have known that she wasn't under her control. Well, I'll counter that point by saying in any sitcom, there is always that wacky neighbor. That is true. I will give you that. So I would just more chalk that up to Wanda being like, hey, we need the wacky neighbor role. And Agatha just showed up. And I wouldn't put it past Wanda to be like, oh, perfect. This is the person who is that wacky sidekick role. Without knowing that she was Agatha Harkness. Yes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, how did you react when you found out that, no, Wanda is the one who created the hex and everyone was under her control? Like, did you see that as like a villain move or was that more just her being like, I'm grieving? That poor girl. I know. Has She's so much so trauma. Much. She's been through so much pain. She watched her brother die. She watched her city fall from the sky. She watched everyone she knew and loved turn to ash and then come back. Actually, another question for you off of the tail of that. Do you like the retcon that Wanda might have actually had these powers all along and that the Mind Stone just kind of awakened them more? Or no? I don't really fully know how I feel about it because like I hadn't thought about it prior to that point. I think I still need to watch it a couple more times. I agree. Specifically the last like three episodes to really get a feeling for that. Because like I always just thought it was very much an infinity stone power because there were no mutants or anything exactly and her having it all along like i'm gonna that very much seems like a mutant thing to me i'm gonna do that thing that you're gonna be really annoyed about where i'm gonna compare this to twilight (sighs) but trust me when i say it's a valid point otherwise i wouldn't make it But in Twilight, all of the vampire superpowers come from a heightened skill of some kind that they had as a human. I do remember that, yes. So her having those powers prior to the Mind Stone, then enhancing them and putting them into HD as opposed to like 420p. 480. 480p. But going from like a deep within you power to something being fully awakened at a further point, that has been a concept that has always made sense to me. Oh yeah, I agree. It's a very, very common trope amongst all media. Exactly. So seeing that happen in WandaVision, that just kind of made me go, okay, yeah, we've really just put something that was within her and made it more powerful right so reagan one thing i need to know where do you think white vision went i think he went on a gap year (laughs) to discover himself Mm -hmm. which is both a joke and an actual answer because after his conversation with vision i think he is very much in a these are the facts of the world i need to understand what's actually happening in the world which i think he's on his way because again like we talked about how his eyes switched to the real vision eyes and not computer boy eyes i think that he's gone off to try to get more information i think that if we're gonna see him pop up anywhere else i would say loki would be a good place for him to pop up Hmm. just because of the chaos that's going to be happening there in general yeah and then without any knowledge of the show just going based off the title what if 
Oh, yeah. I think What If is going to have pretty much everyone from the MCU. As long as it has Jimmy Woo, that's all that matters. Yeah. I'm looking at Paul Bettany's IMDb right now, and he's not listed for anything else after WandaVision ends. Because it's not been publicly announced if he's in it. He's going to be a surprise cameo. Which, okay, Paul Bettany finally came out and said what the... Oh, yes. What a troll. What the cameo was supposed to be, and it was him. What a troll that man. I hate that That man. That is a king level move. I'm like, boy was playing chess while we were over here playing checkers. Good for him. I was so mad. People were freaking out and I was one of them being like, oh my God, is it John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic? Is it Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange? I had no idea what this was. And then he, it was him fighting himself. And I was like, you slippery son of a bitch. Yeah, exactly. I really kind of wanted the John Krasinski line just because. Oh my God. Then we would have had loved both Jim Halperts in the same this show again. Mm-hmm. So when I he, just want the Fantastic Four to show up at this point. I know. You really want a good rendition of the Fantastic Four. I really do. It's all you want. Yeah. And I really wanted John Krasinski as reed richards but alas but alas alack they only have so much of a budget for that show and they can only afford so many a-list b-list actors so eric do you have any final thoughts on wandavision when i first heard that wandavision was going to be the first show Mm -hmm. that marvel was releasing in the mcu proper i was very hesitant okay because neither wanda nor vision were my favorite avenger Mm -hmm. and that first trailer they released crazy no one could tell what was going on Mm -hmm. but that was the trailer that got me fully on board with the show okay and i loved so much of this show i was about to say don't say every second because you didn't like the first couple episodes i did not like the first few episodes in the slightest maybe going back and rewatching it i might like them more probably won't but i had such a fun time with this show Mm -hmm. i thought the characters were great once the show actually picked up at episode four i thought it was so good i loved the characters they introduced i loved the way that they expanded on previous knowledge from the mcu Mm -hmm. i'm very interested to see where a lot of the loose ends go to yeah but i don't know if they're gonna do a season two honestly i don't want them to do a season two i don't either but i want billy and tommy to come back yes those are two different things, and you are allowed to want both at the same time. I want Speed and Wiccan to come back so badly. Also, I want Quicksilver back so much. Yeah. Now, okay, would you want Quicksilver back as Aaron Taylor Johnson, or would you want him back as Evan Peters? Because we've now seen both in recent times. It's interesting you ask that, because I think Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver fits better in the MCU, Mm -hmm. at least the way they portrayed him. If Evan Peters came over, I would want it to be more of the Quicksilver we saw in WandaVision versus the Quicksilver we saw in the X-Men movies. Expand on that. To me, the X-Men movie Quicksilver is just much more joking. Fun, wacky hijinks. Yes. And the MCU, there are fun, wacky hijinks, but nowhere near as much as the Fox X-Men movies it seems for me there. Okay. But I also really like Evan Peters as an actor so I would love for him to stay in the MCU. Yeah. What about you, Reagan? Final thoughts? I think my biggest final thought is it is a very good one-off show and I think that it is 
even though it had bumps to it and like I wasn't in love with everything that I saw, I think it was a great setup to bring the MCU into television. Because yes, we had the Marvel, like the variety of Marvel shows that have happened over the years, but this is the first one that I think has felt like we've taken a movie and dissected it and put it into a larger space. And Mm -hmm. it fits so well and the quality was so good that it made me really excited to see everything coming down the line. Hashtag Stan Loki. Hashtag we stand Hawkeye. Ooh, that too. But I think that it was a good showing about the level of quality that we are about to see. Bruh, my roommates know I'm recording a podcast and they still are running the blender. If I had Jake's number, I would call him right now. I'm going to give him a call. Do it. This guy better answer his phone. Hello. Oh, hey, Jake. Can you hear from all the way over there? Yeah. I brought it into my bathroom. (laughs) You're on the podcast right now, bud. Great. (laughs) Reagan is cracking up at you right now. I'm trying to bring it just asked and I would have paused the recording. I texted you. I'm on do not disturb. You so then how was I supposed to Lightly knock on the knock door. Knock on my door. You're <laughs> Don't worry guys, he's almost done. It sounds like you're flushing a toilet. Reagan wants to know if you're making gishpasho. Wow, he is still going. Yeah. Guys, this this is my roommate. This is the worst ASMR I've ever listened to. And complete. What are Thanks, you making? Jake. What is he making? Thanks for your patience. <laughs> Reagan wants to know what you're making. A smoothie. Just went for a run. Oh, okay. right. He did just go for a okay. run. Okay. All right, Jake. Well... This was your time on the podcast. Anything to say to our listeners? Uh, I guess I would just say stay healthy and don't watch Marvel things. Look, I'm trying to become the antagonist for the show. It's going to work out. All right. Well, thanks, Jake. This has been Jake's first and last appearance on It's a Long Walk to the Couch. You can find him on social media. Just kidding. Don't actually. (laughs) If you really want to see what he's tweeting on Twitter, just look at my Twitter. I like like half of it. And whatever half I don't like, Eric is usually tagged in, so you'll be able to find it. Anyway, hey Reagan. What's up? I have a question for you. Oh yeah, this or that baby. <sighs> Alright, Reagan. So, would you rather have been a part of Thanos's snap and come back five years later and have everyone have kind of adjusted and moved on? Or would you tr- rather have been trapped in Westview as one of the residents and you are just a complete puppet for Wanda, like being tortured in your mind. Mm, that's a great question. Because up until you said tortured in my mind, I was gonna pick that because I'm, I know how to act. Like, I could do that. Ooh, okay. Because like, if I blipped, which I would just also like to say that naming it the blip is the Awful. dumbest thing ever. Awful. It feels very Spider-Man. Which is why it's called the blip. But did the whole world just accept that? Right, like who in the boardroom said, yeah, we calling that the blip? Uh, yeah, I need to be in on that Marvel meeting to be like, yo, 
who decided to name it this stupid name. That would be the Russo brothers, correct? No. No, it'd be Ryan Coogler. No. The first time the blip was said was in Spider-Man Far From Home. Who, which is directed by... John Watts. Was it John Watts? Okay. Yeah, he did the first Spider-Man and the second, and I believe he's doing the third, and I think he's doing the Fantastic Four movie. Good for him. Yeah. What are you going to choose? <sighs> okay, because... This or that. Which are you going to choose? It's either this or a rat. In the blues. Okay. Of all the theme songs you've come up with. We could cut all of that out. No, no. I think that was great. I'm going to use my executive veto power to veto that. Okay, we'll consider it. If we're running long, I'll cut it. Uh (laughs) (laughs) What is the actual timing of the blip? Like year wise. Five. Five years. Well, I know it's five years, but it ends in what? 2020 or 2021? Movie came out in 2018, didn't it? No, Endgame came out in 2019. Yeah, Endgame came out in 2019 because I had just moved to LA before Yes, that. but they jumped forward in time. Oh, you're right. So, I know it was five years. I think years. it's 2023. I think that's correct. So, if I blipped, I would still be blipped, which means we wouldn't have a podcast. So, that'd be rough. That's true. We don't want to deprive our listeners of that value. Also, if you were really doing the math, if I had blipped, you and I would have never met. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. So is that a pro or a con? That's the question. Yeah. Yeah. You can noodle on that one for a little bit. Yeah, everyone noodle on that. Noodle on that. But yeah. (laughs) you're gonna be really mad at my reasoning but i'm sticking with it so okay i'm picking being trapped in westview really because number one i've had a lot of personal growth over the past couple of years that would not exist if i had blipped number two mental torture i already go through that on my own basis this is true thanks a lot miley it's not miley's fault that's my own fault you know what else helps our trips to five guys a trident well five guys but also a trident. i don't have a trident so that actually get one that actually hasn't helped me through my mental shortcomings or what have you but yeah so i would pick westview because number one i'd get to wear cute dresses if it's the 60s plus like you never know if you're gonna be looking at everything through black and white or through colors so that's cool well wow, they're both the same to me no, you can see colors. I still think the weirdest thing is that you're colorblind and your favorite color is green. Hey, let's not shame people. I'm not shaming you. It just confuses me. But yeah, I would pick Westview just because like, I feel like I could suffer through the bit of trauma before being released into mm-hmm. the wild. Whereas blipping for five years is really going to cramp my style. Yeah. Eric. What's up? Uh, the hell you been up to oh let me see i accidentally threw my phone across the room which has my notes for what i've been doing so hold he's on. now fishing it back with a trident what you guys need to know is he's been holding the trident the entire episode <laughs> like i thought I he was gonna set it down at camera. some point but he's been holding it the whole episode like if it's not actively in his hands it's currently sitting on his shoulder while he types and he's been spinning Listen. it and like holding on to the different prongs of the trident. His fidget Listen, cube this it, week is a trident. It. it was worth it. So this week, let's see. 
Well, this week I watched the movie This Is Spinal Tap with my roommates. You watched it? It was very good. Do they own it or did you rent it? No, it's on some streaming service You're going to need to tell me because I've been wanting to watch that one for a while. I think it's on HBO Max. Oh no, no one contact me. Don't call me. Don't come by my house. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on HBO Max. Okay. Oh, but it was so good. Yeah. Also, I got a trident in the mail. Ah, yes. (laughs) The hell you been up to? He got a trident in the mail. Reagan, the hell you been up to, girl? Guys, I finally finished Avatar, The Last Airbender. Oh my god, yes. Guys, full episode coming soon. Yeah, to give short opinions, I'm impressed. The quality stays consistent over the whole show, which is surprising because shows usually have a dip and that show didn't feel like I had a dip. I'm excited for you to read some of the comics and for you to watch Korra. I am excited to get drunk and watch you in the live action movie. That is the whole reason I have watched this show. I can't wait. Now I can finally cash in on that offer. I can't wait. It's going to be great. But yeah, so I did that. Oh, and I started a new job and I'm doing really well. Yeah, we are. I almost just dropped my trident on my face. There are so many lovely hospitals in the area, Eric. I would never like to visit any of them because of trident-related issues. But yeah, that's all I got. I'd like to thank everybody for checking us out again this week on It's a Long Walk to the Couch. Eric, where can they find you? Uh, y'all you can find me on all social media platforms instagram twitter and tiktok and tiktok yeah i forgot about that one. letterboxd uh, i don't know what my username is on letterboxd i should figure that out your I? username eric jewel 11 didn't you follow me i definitely followed you i just don't know what my username is oh no if only i had it <laughs> but yeah you guys can follow me everywhere that matters at eric jewel 11 eri hey reagan what's up where can people find you that's gonna be at reagan christine pick a platform on I'm there. And then if you want to follow... Hey, Reagan, question for you. How do you spell that? Oh, with letters. But how do you spell it, though? Because it's an interesting way of spelling it. How, how do I spell it? Where can people find the podcast, Reagan? You can find the podcast uh, pretty much anywhere at Walk to the Couch. We're going to try and put more stuff on TikTok. I've just been very lazy and unmotivated to do anything. It's okay. I could I could just like come over and yell at you until you do it. Jake already yells at me enough. Yeah, except for I'm not allowed in your house. So I'm going to need you to open your window so I can stand outside your window. Yeah, just yell outside from the second floor. Yeah, I'll just, no, I'll be like right outside the door. I just can't come into house. It'll be like 2 a.m. Your window will be open. I'll be like, Eric. Bro, my window is not open at 2 a.m. And why the heck not? It'll let in a draft. It could let in a child. No. <laughs> if someone shows up at my window at 2 a.m., they're getting hit in the face with the trident. Is that a threat or a promise? Anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Have fun with your wives. Enjoy yourselves. All right. Bye, a trident. Bye, everyone. Well, bye.